The Kilkenny Soccer Podcast with Davy Doyle and Shane O'Keefe. Brought to you by KCLR and Scoreline.ie. How are you now? Welcome to the fourth edition of the Kilkenny Soccer Podcast. I'm one of the hosts, Shane O'Keefe, and the other host is Mr. Davey Doyle. He's joining me in studio. Davey, how are you today, sir? All good, Shane. All good again, as usual. Lovely day out there. Yeah, cause any trouble anywhere with last week's feedback? or No, it's, been, it's all been pretty positive. Um, one or little two things that I said, people going, God, you're kind Calling of, out managers. Well, not really calling... Well, yeah, I suppose. I suppose that's what it is, but, I mean, we have to be on here and say what we think. Look at it, like you said... Two lads standing at the sideline mm. and we're just saying what they're thinking and it's no like successful managers and all that but look we have to say what we think. General positive reaction on? Yeah, yeah. I tell you what um, a lot of people are enjoying it is that um, maybe they're getting more than just a, a, a passing mention you know what I mean um, and I do know um, a couple of clubs really appreciate the little struggles they're having that they're getting voices to mm. that so I mean I, I'm getting lots of reaction, more ninety ninety nine percent of a positive, and there's always the one. Ah, you shouldn't have said that. But look, I I was never known for not speaking my mind anyway. Yeah, I'm I'm delighted as well. Clubs are getting in contact with me. A yeah, um, lot, lot of issues that are facing different clubs at various mm. different levels within the district league and various different age groups within yeah. the district. Uh, District League. So thanks very much for getting in touch. Yeah, there's a lot um, happening coming. There's a lot, com- a lot coming down the road, isn't there? That was yeah. one of my biggest. Uh, setbacks about when we were going to start this I was like is there enough that happens and then I'm like a lot happens especially when people are reaching out and they're telling us now people are reaching out off the record as well which is fine fine, I won't won't discuss what you're what you're saying to me um, but it is good to have it in the back of your mind now someone who wasn't off the record and I know we're kind of getting away from the Kilkenny District League but we'll bring it back is uh, the Oscar trainer I was speaking to Paul Dowlin more commonly referred to as Papa Dowlin uh, Hanover Harps man, but he was involved in the Carlo Oscar trainer team. They lost to Wexford in the Pat Whitty Shield on a Wednesday night and then lost to Waterford 3-1 on Sunday. But to tie you back in with the Kilkenny and District League, what happened with the Kilkenny Oscar trainer team this year? I know Dazzler, he came in and he was hyped about it, but he was a bit downtrodden as well that some players weren't representing Kilkenny. Now, Fixtures could have played into that because games were going on midweek as well, yeah. um, which is what Papa Dowling was giving out about last Wednesday. They played in horrible conditions, they said, against Wexford and just couldn't perform, had yeah. out of action for two months, had yeah. to play two games then within the space of a few yeah, that, days. That is tough, but um, I think we, we touched on it the last day. Um, going back to Graham, uh, my brother Graham, done whatever he done his whole thing was if you're called for your county you go and play a lot of players see it as a weekend off yeah um, but the thing is they were midweek fixtures yeah. a lot of them and there's no point saying it don't some, some players won't play for certain managers mm. depending on who they are and what club they come from I'm not playing for him he's the enemy or whatever um, but what what would be would you do you reckon that oh they didn't maybe know about Dazzler or something like that because Dazzler was involved in with Emmett Houlihan yeah. uh, Gavin's obviously uh, his Dazzler, brother Dazzler's around a long time he um, did Kennedy Cups didn't he he did yeah but um, it's all down to um, perception at the time so I don't know um, I only came up against Dazzler, Dazzler once and he got a last minute draw against us in a Premier League game and, and uh, it was interesting in the car park after it. Um, yeah, how did you take that? Because I remember, like, I've known Shawnee, say, yeah. for, for years. Year, right? Yeah. Uh, bet is in a divisional cup final with Freebooters C. He was managing Freebooters B then. Yeah. We bet him in uh, the McCammon Cup. Literally, the Watford-Tridini story where yeah. they had a penalty in extra time and 
last we thought was last kick of the game. Our keeper saved that Brian Pendergast, and when we went down the other end, and scored, scored, and then knocked a free boot. Yeah. He was a bit salty after the game. I yeah, mean. you I see, was, I was like shoddy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and that's a great. The first thing he did, he came over, he shook my hand. Fairness to oh, him, yeah, he and always it, do that. And he shook my hand and said that was never a sending off because Niall Delaney, who is my sister's boyfriend, got sent off oh, in that yeah. game. Oh, you started laughing. I was yeah. like, I've known you for so many years, shoddy. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, Sean. Um, he'd be very um, calm after, but you know, like everyone in. The, the heat of the game if you think you should have won like when you're missing a penalty and then going down and getting better yeah. it's hard he didn't ache. invite me for points like did he did not? after the final no? <laughs> no, I know but, um, <laughs> uh, but, but that's that's sport like I mean I'm only joking Sean um, I love it we said Dazzard Dazzard got he got a good point now we should have we should have put him away and, and he was still celebrating 20 minutes later and yeah. I kind of said hey time to calm down now I'd I be salty enough at times as well yeah, yeah. but so would he but um, as regards the Oscar trainer I, I, I don't think um, why wasn't John McLean brought back New, John, new committee because John had a good run of things John had a good run and John, during, had a, John had a different way of doing it um, yeah, the pandemic though that stopped it yeah and, and the way he done it was um, they, they met but he trusted the clubs that the players would be fit and then they meet on a Friday night and go over what they were doing and playing on Saturday and it worked hmm. but no disrespect to anyone um, an awful lot of players from the top clubs would have great respect for, for, for John and play for him. And well, he managed Booters and Evergreen. He, he managed Booters and Evergreen and League of Ireland manager and he was Kilkenny City manager back back when he was a young man. So he, he's putting the, the hours and that's no disrespect to Dazzler because Dazzler's putting his hours. But I just think players let him down. Not not even let him down. Well, if you're well, picked for your county, you go for your county. I don't care. I heard lads were like committed and then a few days beforehand dropped out. Yeah. Um, Which but, isn't like, it's. I, I feel for him. But look, yeah, and exactly, and if you're like, uh, I know, he had to give a walkover, like, yeah, that, and there was big contention about that because and that Kildare, is ridiculous. Th- yeah, that is ridiculous because Kildare wanted to, like, I'm sure there's other lads in the league that would have been like, yeah. you know what, I'm going to represent. Him. I Listen, know some of the Castle Iron lads. I have, was never good enough to play um, for the Oscar trainer. I team. was never good enough to play for Castle Warren. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but like an awful lot and. An awful lot of first division players and lower Premier Division players would have given that for ten minutes to be in a in a Kilkenny jersey. Yeah, you know, and then some players get asked the whole time and just don't go. Now, there's obviously, like we said before, reasons not to go. You're sick, you're genuinely sick. You're working. There's a family issue. Brilliant, but then if you're going for bigger competitions or you're going to win a league or you have maybe a McCallum Cup semi final for Castle Warren or knocking out Freebirds or whatever, and you're thinking, don't go playing that. We need you for the weekend. These all come into play. But at the end of the day, KDL are providing us with the with the football in Kilkenny. Mm. The Oscar trainer is their top re- representative team. And if you're asked to go play, you should go play. Did they miss a trick, though, by not bringing back John McLean? Um, I don't know if John had the time. John was... Was, um, was he not in the... I, like, John was, I only heard from second-hand sources that he, probably he, he, done he it. wanted to do it. But he because of the, the new committee, we're like, new committee, we're going to try things uh, that afresh. That could be it. And I mean, but I mean, even a new committee coming in, you look back what worked. Well, that worked, so let's keep that going. I think John's biggest fault is um, he'll try and help anyone. So he was um, head of Treaty. Treaty, yeah. Down there, uh, head of academy down there, and did a really good job. They got in his tenure, first time ever players got to international Caps players got away on trial. Um, all their all their teams were doing really well, so he probably would have done it. But I think he would have um, spread himself too thin, you know. And and, and I, I've said that to John straight to his face. I said, you have to start looking after himself, you know, because if he 
if he, if me and you were putting a, a night out scene together tonight and said, John, would you come out and do a session? He'd try and find time to help you. Yeah. So sometimes, for some coaches, that's the biggest thing. You try to do too much. So I don't know if it would have suited John, but he probably would have went back to it. Um, well, were the boys, Emma Hoon, uh, Dazzler and the boys, the right, the right call? We'll never know because... Um, players, didn't get, they didn't get a fair crack. They didn't crack get a fair way. crack, no. You'll never know, um, did they? So... Um, I, I think they were let down by a lot of people and I think a lot of people stood up to the plate and helped them out when when um, maybe better players could have and didn't and your, it's your county it's your, I, I just, we were talking before we came on air the under 12s the under 13s the under 14s the under 15s county boys teams all had massive wins over the last week the girls under 15s were very unlucky to lose down in Kerry and, and if anyone has travelled down to Kerry to play that takes its toll getting down there you don't really start playing until you're half, halfway through the game yeah. getting off the bus a so, big, big shout as well to the Evergreen under 14 girls team to beat home for 3-1 to reach the quarter final of the National Cup Cal United go. under 16s their big team out 3-0 to reach the quarter finals as well Evergreen also drew a wave to kill a villa from Tipperary in the quarter finals mm. in uh, three weeks time and Callan have drawn at home to the winners of Salt Hill Devon and uh, Knock Nakara so big congratulations there um, and then this Saturday this Saturday at half one in the Fair Green in town Freebooters under 16s have this Saturday Holy Cross from Limerick in the last 16 of the SFAI they win that to go into the last eight so big talent there there's lots of talent there but, but this is the thing getting back to the county team all these 12 to 16 year old boys and girls mad to play in the Kilkenny jersey I don't gain our cup people that didn't make the cut crying and, and, and our, the epitome of what we're doing in Kilkenny is, is Oscar Trainer and people decide not to turn up. Give me a break now. Anyone listen, and uh, you can stop me on the town and say what you like, but you're asked to play for your county, lads, whether it's cricket, tiddlywinks, you go represent your county. And the KDL, it's their flagship team, no disrespect to any other team, always a top team, senior team is, and they were let down. Especially, and taking advantage of the fact that when you look at, when Carlo beat, Kilkenny in the final. I think yeah. Clare beat Kilkenny in the yeah. final. You know, there was no there's no League of Ireland team here. No. So that's why we have a strong we yes. should have a strong junior team and, and should we compete at this we stage. We have a great history in it. Um there was three in a row. Um Decky Lawler was involved in, in a lot of wins. Sean was involved there. Um uh Zenga was involved. David O'Neill out in out uh, uh He he was involved. Evergreen, Kevin Cashin were all involved. Jackie Mulcahy, the two gyms, Mikey Clifford, the two gyms, all involved, stalwarts of the game, and lads before us that we can't even remember. And then people now are saying, oh, I'm not going. You give me a break. Give me a break. That's rubbish. Uh, whoever you are, if you decided you're not going to play for your county, well, shame on you. I don't care. Shame really? on you. Yeah, well, unless there are some other Oh, no, we factors. said what you are. If you're sick, you're working, uh, there's a family emergency, but if you're fit, healthy, and asked to play for your county, you go play for your county. Yeah, I, I don't care what anyone says. Stephen Ireland got absolutely yeah. killed for not playing for Ireland. You know what I yeah. mean? It's just, it's at a smaller scale, but still, it's uh, so it's a big thing. You said Warren. I, we had a really good B team there one time um, when, when you weren't allowed to go up and down, and there was players like Lee Sullivan and and Jeffrey Brennan who went on to win Leinster Juniors and all these guys, and never got a chance at at uh, a Kilkenny Oscar trainer. And now there's guys now going around thinking it's okay not to turn up. I know. Hmm. I know. No. 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 Forget that. Whoever you are, you can stop me on the street. I don't care. There's nothing you can do barring something that stopped, catastrophic stopped you going. Other than that, forget about it. You should have turned up. I don't care what anyone says. Should Dadler and Emmett not have maybe rejigged and going, all right, look, you don't want to represent them. We'll go to the next crew. Yeah, yeah they should have, yeah. But also, 
Um, I mean, if... Regardless if there's a downgrade in quality or whatever the perceived downgrade is, yeah, but still have someone, like, giving a walkover. Well, yeah, giving a walkover, sorry, but I would prefer... Um, sometimes you get a guy who people think aren't as good, they put on a Kilkenny jersey and they're better than what you thought you had. Yeah. You know, and lads will, lads will put it in. And listen, it's a thing... I know we're going over the last 10 minutes. You're playing for your county, Kilkenny County. Yeah. You're playing for... There's people run for Kilkenny. They're camogie, hurling, handball... They do chess, they, they, everything. Uh, fish for the county, play golf for the county. Mm. And then we're here doing a junior soccer podcast and, and the manager can't get a team because lads won't for turn up. For the county. Yeah, for <laughs> the county. But for seriously, county. I know I'm getting a little bit. I was never good enough to play for the county. Jesus, I would have given that to play for the county. So you should have turned up or whatever reason it was, not good enough unless it was catastrophic. That's my opinion. Um. Okay. Moving on to the next topic. Okay. I think we've covered that quite comprehensively. <laughs> the next topic would be the split in Division 2. Yeah, this is getting a lot of... I've been getting a lot of messages about yeah. this. Uh, people going, what's the crack? I've yeah. been getting a lot of uh, screenshots of emails that have gone mm. out in regards to what was happening so with what Division is the crack? 2. So, apparently, it was proposed initially that there would be a split in Division 2. There would have been 12 teams in it, so six mm. at the top go into their one division, six at the bottom go into their other division. Now, Tullerone B have come into that since. I think, no, sorry, set the bottom seven, Tullerone B have come into it since. Uh, because of the top four teams, Freebooters B, East End United, New Park and Stonyford are on such a run, it was proposed then two clubs that the top four teams split into their own division. Yeah, and that they, changed, didn't it? Did that change since, yeah, no, since we yeah, spoke they, about yeah, this they, last? That's what I'm going through, yeah. yeah. So the top four teams will split into their own division with the remaining teams going into a separate Second division, division and okay. starting on zero points. Okay. Uh, which will give Tullerone B a reason to try and make a charge, but it also makes the whole previous, all 12 games that were played, pointless. Pointless, for yeah. For other teams. Uh, this has been a big, massive point of contention. They were ringing around a few clubs of doing that top four and then bottom nine. But a lot of people were upset about resetting their points. Yeah. Uh, another fixture being a toss of a coin mm. uh, in regards to what's the venue and they couldn't get people to agree. Was it was this put in stone at any stage pre- previous to the season? No, uh, previous to the season it was initially it was going to be split top six and then the remaining teams. Uh, yes, and but then, um, and then did it you was, stay on your point or did you go back to zero? I I don't think it was... It was that wasn't confirmed. I, yeah. Well, well, my whole issue with that is I know teams were either actively trying to lose, so yep. go into the bottom division and then have a chance then when uh, other things came around. I don't know how you how you could do I, I was never that way inclined. I don't know how players do that or managers can do that. But you're not the first one. It's been touted around the town that a couple of teams were, you know fudging it a little bit to, to maybe win a second division and not be in the top division part of it but if at the start of the season the KDL give you look lads this is what's happening you go back to zero at a certain point in the season this is where you go and you sign up for that well then there's you can have no complaints if that's if you know what's yeah. what's coming but on the other side of it if, it, if it's a grey area the whole season you're always going to get yeah. to and fro and so I mean going forward if this is happening again it needs to be in black and well, white well they were talking about doing it in the Premier Division Next season. Really? Well, this is the... When, when When we were doing the McCallum Cup draw, so just so there's no... Uh, that won't work. Airs and graces about it. When we were doing the McCallum Cup draw, mm. and this was what was touted to clubs last season as well, to try and fix the whole Fort Rangers stuff, mm. th- that there could be a split in the Premier Division. Now, that's not set in stone. This mm. isn't misinformation. This is an actual thing 
that was discussed on the radio with a representative from the Kilkenny district. And, and what's the what's the end game with this then? Is it to make games more exciting? Is it to give teams more I have no competition? Idea. Is it? It's to make. It's probably to make the Premier Division more competitive because we had a Premier Division for a while with what only six teams in it. Yeah. And now there, there's uh, eight teams in it, but like Fort Rangers pull it out, and then you're asking teams to get promoted, and teams mm. don't want to get well, promoted. You can't, you can't. In fairness, you cannot put a team into a division they're not ready for. But at the same time, maybe just maybe take all the teams that are in it and, and reschedule it, re- restructure it so that you have one less division but more teams in each just, division. Just have two divisions and put all the second and third teams into their own separate divisions. Reserve, yeah. That sorts it all Re- out. Reserve division. We were talking, re- reserve league we were talking about. Yeah, that sorts it all out. And if yeah. lads don't want to play it in, in that reserve league or whatever... See then, you later. Then go into the actual thing. Yeah. It sorts it all out. It, does, it gives yeah. everybody competitive fixtures. Yeah. And I'm not saying, like, this isn't to say, oh, Freebooters B, because they're doing great in Division 2 and they're too high quality, that they should go into Reserve League. Or to say, indeed, with Evergreen B. Yeah. But just, if you have, oh. a, have, a, have a division just for the other teams, yeah. for the B teams. Castle Warren have a B team. There's a lot they of B go teams. Into that There's a lot of B teams. Like, put the, you know, and that's a Reserve League that goes on everywhere in the world. Yeah, Bar Kilkenny you know because um, I remember when um, we go back over when the B teams got promoted and I was involved in both sides there's, thir- there's 30 teams now with Tullerone B coming in right in Kilkenny there's 30 teams 10 of them are B and C teams Right, so that's a 10 team division there's, yeah. then your, sec- your, your first division is 10 teams and your, your premier, premier division is 10, 10 teams, teams. sorted so you have 18 league games a year if anybody wants to come in with another club there's a reserve league just for you there if you're a starting new club you start off in division 2 instead of being so good that you get thrown into a division 3 against lads that are just out to play football now you've heard it here it's all sorted we don't have to get any more emails Shane has fixed everything there's, all, there's, there's such a like, no you're right you're right my, yeah. my, I I I didn't broach that topic at the AGM. The topic that I broached was players playing five games for an A team and going yeah, out to the B. Yeah. And that was met with uh, consternation from various different people because all clubs have to look after themselves, let's be fair. But yeah. this has been an issue for so long. Yeah. So long. And we're losing lads in, yeah. in, in the league. Can't afford to be losing lads. And uh, like we said the whole time... And it, it was said, uh, oh, we used to have this many B teams and now we only have this many B teams. Uh, well, Wonder then why. it's not fucking working. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, listen, it's not working, so you need to start something out. I mean, this is where all, like all the managers need to get together with the league and sit down mid-season or mid-break and have a chat about it because it needs to be the best product for everyone. And so this this split in the league, right? That is is happening. The top yeah. seven teams, it's not the top six. Right, so I know John. Seven. I know Johns are going to struggle now. Yeah, I know the Castle Warren uh, lads, whether it's right or wrong, are going to have find it hard to be like, oh no, we're going to have to play Stonyford, New Park, East End, and Freebooters B, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. You decided to play in a junior league, and you're coming fifth. Yeah. Keep playing. Keep you playing, might finish man. bottom or, or not even bottom, but you mightn't finish top of the pack. But just keep playing. That's what you're out there for. Football is all about. The wins and the losses, but the enjoyment. So go out there, enjoy your football, and then next year, and you're in your first year, lads, next year, then try and build. Then try and build. Well, one year I I missed relegation by a point. Stayed up by a point on the last day of the season with Freebooters B team, and Mm. the following year we won the league. Yeah. So because like it's all progression. Lads are going. I don't want to be there again. We, mi- we work hard. Castle Warren missed out on promotion uh, two years in a row. We came third. One came down to a penalty kick that we lost against uh, Callan. But in the third year, it was one of the best feelings of my life. Yeah. We won the league and we won the cup, and I was like, all this hard work. Yes, and now because my it was my father that said it to me, going, "Oh well, the Castle Warren lads now are, are going to find it hard to stay in the division." I was like, 
Well, they knew the what the initial rule was. This was only banded about, but like that's what you're there for. You're there, you're like there for, uh, you should be proud that you're out of a 13 team league that you're finishing fifth in your first year. In your first year, you're not wrong with it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's great. And then keep playing, play the game again. You're only going to get better playing uh, the better teams yeah. unless you're getting absolutely skivered. But yeah, like, but just keep playing and go for next year. So what's happening now is the league is going to split. Uh, the divisional two cup is going to be played amongst the top seven with the bottom teams then going into a Division 3 Cup and all the 13 teams are going to be playing in the Shawnee O'Connor Memorial Shield Cup. Right, so plenty of games anyway. Plenty of games, lots of games, because they have to get it done. Yeah. They have to get all the games done. What do the players think of it? Any feedback from the players? What are they, like, I'm, managers, I, I, I'm, get managers. Ma- I'm getting managers messaging me. Yeah, I wonder so. what the players think of it. It'd be interesting if, if a few players around can get in contact anonymously if they want and, and, and see what their feelings are. Well, what would Booters B think if, it, if the points went back to zero at the top with being I, I know I was talking to a few of them the other day and, and they didn't like it they said it, again what we were saying what's the point in it but then again they're going well so they're probably thinking listen we can kick on and win anyway mm. so they're kind of in a catch 22 but like they played 11 games they've won 11 games, 11 are, games. They too, are they too strong for the, that division but yeah possibly yeah but they're going up against New Park, who drew with uh, Premier Division opposition yeah, before lost on pe- losing on penalties losing on penalties at the weekend yeah and we're leading for a good while yeah and um there was a big stop at half time, uh, bad injury, I believe, to to one of the new power players at half time, and the same out in Johnstown. Um, a bad injury with ten minutes to go, Freebooters and jo- uh, Spa United B, I think it was. Right. Um, with ten minutes to go, young that took some some sort of fit. Oh Jesus! And um, I, I I read a report from the new park, and they were delighted with the referee and all the help they got from the opposition mm. uh, physios and all that to help that young lad. And then I know my own brother was down. Sean would be very good. He's done this over the years to referees and also himself and another uh, person on the sideline looked after this young lad. Game was abandoned. They stayed till the till the ambulance came, and he went away. And they got a message after thanks, but he's okay. Yeah, he, he's been. Um, observed but the question there is then what's the the safety I think every every club should have a player that's done recreation if you can't afford to have a physio you can't have have somebody who has a first aid badge I, there I'll go back to Shawnee in, the, in that co-final that we lost one of our players I think it was his collarbone that he busted yeah. Shawnee came over and sorted him out yeah he's good I remember one time there he was came a, over he, he showed him the breathing techniques showed yeah. him where, where to sit and all that kind of stuff it was great and it was the opposition but you know, that was doing it somebody knows because I, I try and help, but I'd be useless. I'd be no good in that situation. I, I, I've had three head injuries, uh, yeah. one particularly bad one, and uh, it, it, I was I was very well looked after by my club and Norman Villa and Martin Murray. Big shout out to him as well. Yeah. You know they they all helped me. But is that is the onus not on you or me or someone else to be going out and getting that training ourselves? Yeah, well, I, I think or should so. it be mandatory that but someone I, on the sideline has I, to be? There? I think the KDL could could uh, run the course. Clubs could pay for it. And each team now, not each club, because you can't have a guy going in the morning with one team and then going in the afternoon with the other, and maybe with the youth team on a Saturday. You know that's not fair. But a, a person from each team and and pay a fee and get a the managers, re- yeah, managers or or even a player. Like I mean, unless it's a player that gets injured. But I saw mm. a doctor sorting himself out one time, <laughs> with a broken leg, and he was telling everyone what to do. Um, but somebody 
in the ground, possibly two from the two clubs, should have the basic knowledge of the general injuries in soccer. Bad ankles, hamstrings. So like the child welfare courses that you have to do yes, if you you're doing to it. Do the, somebody, so you, you should, you, there should somebody. be a physio course. No, it's not just somebody running out with a bag and saying he's the physio. And then pulling out the bag and having a sock in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Or this magic sponge. Somebody, yeah. somebody should be there from each team that has a, um, a working knowledge of what they're doing. A player welfare player aspect. Well, yeah, yeah, it has to be because, you know, we've all heard of things uh, and people doing their best and people passing away. Mark Vivian Foley, all these guys, mm. and the best of people. You know, so it would be, I would think that's a, the, the next step. Especially with Tom Lockyer coming out, Christian yeah. Eriksen, that kind yeah. of stuff is becoming very prevalent. You know, and, and I mean... In, in the mainstream. Well, I, had, I was at a nutritionist thing the other day, um, a really good young nutritionist was giving a talk and um, especially designed for young footballers now we're talking 15, 16, 17 before they get senior and we're talking about a certain energy drink oh my god what energy drink? I, I don't know what I'm allowed to say well I'm uh, it'll be around it, Halloween yeah I oh. drink that in the bucket oh my god oh my god <laughs> zero sugar one I didn't care if it was <laughs> zero health one oh no she actually they, they showed the science of it yeah oh my god no way no way you put it in your car quicker than put it in your body nice yeah um, so you know there's all these little things so you have a you have a high functioning athlete with taking a substance that's increasing his heart rate now listen this isn't science this is me just talking yeah, I'm, very, anyone, I'm, I'm very caffeinated all the time yeah, so don't anyone think oh he knows what he's talking about I don't I'm just regurgitating what was said so your your heart is working at 100% maximum that should be in a game and then you're adding this substance to, to drive it on to uh-uh. another 10 or 15%. Ah, you're, you're, you know, you're breaking me heart. You know, well, listen. <laughs> listen Literally, people, I'm breaking my own heart. People going down injured, you got, you, you know, you got to be very careful, you know. Now, I'm not saying anyone, don't, people do, I, I, I'm not um, endorsing or not endorsing anything. Just saying what was said at, a, at a, a nutritionist meeting there one evening. Um, yeah, so Evergreen, or New Park, very unlucky at the weekend. Um, and with an injury and it, it, now listen it's it's junior soccer but I believe there was an awful lot of parking tickets given out up at New Park what? during the game yeah so I believe um, that an awful lot of somebody obviously there was a big crowd at the game you know, there were on par- a Sunday you know, parking tickets you know the way they parked up the road yeah, both yeah, yeah. sides they must have blocked someone must have made a phone call which let's be honest you can't block anybody's entrance but I think there was a good few parking 40 euro fines given out on Sunday no way uh, yeah I'm, I'm 100% sure but just to confirm if anybody knows you will get in contact to, to let us know did you get one or is it true but <laughs> from what I believe oh, what are we doing imagine coming out Sunday morning fresh air out a good game your team's after game. losing your team's after losing you're coming out and there's this yellow ticket <laughs> <laughs> you know and I'm sure the guards didn't want to be up there doing that or the traffic warden but I mean on the Sunday though on a Sunday yeah yeah, yeah, so I believe, yeah. It's tough, isn't it? Yeah. It's tough start here. KDL need to build parking spaces <laughs> everywhere for everyone. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it needs to be a course, I don't know. Yeah. Um, one of the phone calls that I received during the week, this taking up a lot of, a lot of my week, on. but one of the phone calls that I received during the week would be the possibility of bringing councillors and TDs onto the board of the Kilkenny and District League in hope that facilities can be sought for clubs that are struggling and they'll actually actively have someone on their side. Well, I, I, I was thinking of this since we spoke about it last. Right? First of all, with the, the, the council and TDs, I genuinely don't think they'd have the time. Now, um, if you had a representative from these people on should it... They, should they not have the time, though, for something that's um, so big? 
I don't know with the housing crisis and everything that's going on I, I think they're you know they're, they're out canvassing now there's they're a venue crisis now. too yeah you know so I don't know what, no maybe I'm wrong maybe they would have the time but I think a representative could, could if, be. But if a TD does come on the board yeah. and does help clubs I'm not an automatic yeah, 20, well, I, 22 well, people see, vote that, that's the way we are someone helps you you do vote from mm. you know and I mean facilities I was thinking about the facilities and we were talking about there's two ways like we were saying a, a central hub shall we say with a couple of pitches obviously you know Finance and all come into it. The only other way then is looking at longevity, you know. So, I mean, um, Canises were looking for all the things that are down there a long time, but the. John's are as well. And John's. They're sharing Garen like Green. You look at Arm Villa, how long are Arm Villa going? Mm. They're going like Matt Dooley, all these guys, Towdy Lawless, Dick Shelley, all these players, Skinny McCarthy, really good player. A teams and B teams going there. Good, good. Um, you'd set up. You'd set up. Um, the Malloy's, Jerry Malloy, Paul Malloy, Aaron Malloy. Alex Malloy, all the Malloy's playing there from the clash over there give, their, give as much time to Armour Villa as anybody did to any other club. So if you're looking at longevity and the council looking right, we're going to help one this year, maybe two years' time we're going to help another one. You'll have to be looking at them to get the help because they've put in their, you've paid their dues. Not like anybody else hasn't, but you know. Mm. Other than that, it's a central hub and, I mean, are we going to get that? I don't know. The only other thing then, is it important to the powers that be that we get them? To, to me and you it's important and from a different point of view take away the the winning and losing of medals and all that the the actual mental well-being aspect of people playing sport and people watching sport and social and having a safe place that yeah. doesn't have dog crap all yeah. over it but, like, it's what, even, what? but it's even Shane if, if I go to a game and the game is poor but I'm lying on the fence with you and we're having a cup of tea and we're having a laugh that is, is is very valuable to your mental well being, your physical well being. So all that, listen, and I know the the buzzwords now is well being and mental health and all that. But re- realistically, if somebody sees the value of that and says, right, we're going to put in a central hub, there's going to be a, a cafe in it. The funds can go back into the grounds. We're going to maybe have a four scheme. We're going to have a couple of groundsmen out there. Does Lee kill the referee? Does he not have a? He is a brilliant. He is a brilliant little um, coffee, coffee shop. shop. Oh, it's fantastic. Is yeah. he stopping refereeing now? Um, I haven't seen him in a long time. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's going on with the referees. I don't know who you talked to, but um, I, 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 I saw Owen Welsh at the school game the other day. Uh, uh, St. Leo's from Carlow against the Prez. Three all, extra time penalties. It was good a girls game I've seen in a while. Uh, Ellie Barron got a, two seconds to go, got a leveller. And Owen Welsh did, and he said to me after, said, that was a great game. Um, I've seen him. I haven't seen Lee, Lee Reffin. So I don't know... If anybody has seen Lee... He's selling coffee now. <laughs> yeah, selling... I have his ref gear. I used it for a sketch for what for Whisper News. You know, um, <laughs> I had Joe Rooney. You remember Joe Rooney from Father Ted? Yeah. He was Father Demo he played. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. We didn't take your bleeding whistle. He was wearing Lee Kill's uh, referee yeah, gear. Yeah, so I don't know what's happening <laughs> with Lee. Um, I saw a couple of new new referees that I didn't know. Young refs is good to see. Yeah. Um, it's always good to see. So I don't know what's going on with the branch or who's in and who's out. I don't really know. Because I think there was games called off again at the weekend. Now, I don't know if that was due to referee shortage or whatever but I yeah. think there was a few Division 2 games or Division 2 B I don't even know what's happening there but yeah, yeah. some of those games I think were postponed last weekend so well, it, uh, maybe maybe it's, uh, it's the previous yeah know. previous day referee issue I don't know I don't know because I, I, you know I, I find and, and it's a little bit unfair on the refs so I was up in in the Fair Green last Saturday and a referee did three games in a row. Yeah. And by the, no, it was two Saturdays ago. And by the third game, he had very little time because you know, Nastro Turf is just in and off. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think he had time to to get a snack, so he must have been like three games. That's tough, like. You know, now I know lads are saying, well, he made a hundred quid or whatever he made, 
but it's still tough like yeah. you know so I mean how do you how do you encourage young lads to be referees it has to be the financial aspect unless they really want to be a referee and then do you up the prices um, so that it makes it more attractive then if you're doing it for the money have you got the, the value of the sport at heart here's, no. here's one thing know. that um, came into my consciousness there recently I am constantly a night Away. Yeah, constantly a night <laughs> about uh, losing balls oh, at, man. at matches, right? I Sometimes I'm going running for a ball as opposed to watching what's happening at the game yeah. because it's costing X amount, right? Especially yeah. when you're playing in grounds that have farmyard in the back. Yeah. You're going through ditches, you're going through whatever just to try and get a match ball. Um, you'll see other teams with match balls that have your... <laughs> you're yeah, writing yeah. on it you're like what is going on but they, they're probably they're probably match balls and another part yeah well like, that's what like you could have I was like when was the last time we played Stonyford why do we but you could have matches yeah like you're and losing what's a match ball now 80, 80 100 quid it depends like there's some good deals in some places however what I would suggest right. is if every club has to have two match balls why doesn't the ref just bring match balls cost I would imagine well sure it's costing the clubs yeah, but, but so if the, if yeah, why, but it's not why, riffs. yeah, but why don't right? So if you're talking about increasing the fees, yeah, increase the fees. The refs get X amount, and then you can be sure that the match balls are going to be chased up upon afterwards. You can be sure that it's going to be paid attention to what happens. Like we yeah. play games like out in Clonard Park, and they had the the farm thing, cornfield like it's like we're in Field of Dreams here, <laughs> looking for looking for balls, and yeah, you're like, listen, okay, man. well, we'll just have to start again at training. I don't, I don't think that ever. I don't think there's any place in the world where the referees bring the match balls. I, I don't think it'll happen. I don't think so. Why not? I, I, yeah, but well, I'm not just because it doesn't happen doesn't mean like, uh, Premier League they bring the balls. Do they? I don't know. <laughs> They come out. They walk they out with the ball. Yeah, there's a little plinth from. Yeah. I can't see that happening because uh, they have enough going on. I would say. And um, out in third in cup final, right? Yeah. One of your lads balloons the ball over into the other garden yeah. that goes up into a tree. There you're going. Well, if the ref brings two and you don't bring any, and the other team don't bring any, you've only two. Well, you bring two and they bring two. You have four. Yeah, should ref bring four then? Right. <laughs> I can't see it happening. I can't. I'm just saying. I oh, listen. I'm sick. I had no bad ideas. It was in, a bad idea. It was in. It was in the WhatsApp group today. Going to have to get more match balls. I was yeah. like, we start. That off is a, the it year is a big with um, thirty of them. It is a big expense. To be fair, it is. And I remember in the fair green when it was a grass pitch. You know, up at the. The clinic side yeah. before they put up the thing. Yeah, yeah. To be a shot and it go out onto the, yeah. the road and you go out for the ball and be gone. Yeah. And <laughs> to be walking past this lovely ball and gone. So it is but I think it's just one of these ones you just have to accept. I now listen. I was always thought if in doubt, put it out. Yeah. But then when I got onto the kind of committee Don't kick it over the head. <laughs> <laughs> Give him the troll. If in doubt, tap it out. <laughs> no, but, I, I, I can't see it happening, but look, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Um We'll give out with the KDL and say buy match balls for yeah. everybody. No, I'm Joking, it's just an issue that, um, yeah, but it's we're a, constantly every, every facing. club has this issue, every club has this issue, like, yeah. Know. But it's a cost, it is a massive, it's a massive cost. Like, I mean, clubs. you lose, you lose, say, you have three teams, each team loses two balls a season, that's 600 quid, not even two, not, not even two balls a season. Two balls, a, I've lost three match balls in one game before. How far are you kicking the ball? It was the other team that were missing. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, I, that's that's how you put a club under. You, you go out there and just kick all their balls. Like they're beating us 4-0 but they're not getting their ball back. All the lads out in uh, Evergreen now are like, what is this issue? <laughs> Our facilities are amazing so you know it doesn't happen. It was like, yeah, uh, come yeah. down to the old bog in Castle Warren yeah, yeah. <laughs> and get electrocuted when we you're trying to go and get the uh, We used to play in Ball in the Kill one time and everyone would be running for the ball off over the bottom goal everyone yeah, yeah. because if I hit the edge it just went 
downhill at about 100 miles oh, when you weren't getting the back. We, we had the hill in Castle Warren. Or I remember going out playing ballet collar, right? And the ball gets kicked out into the cow field. Mm. And I'm going out underneath the fence, but I didn't know it was electrified. Mm. So I got out under, <laughs> I went out underneath the fence and I have a big hump on my back and <laughs> jolted me. And the same happened coming back. I'm, like, I'm never taking the fence. The down, down in the water barracks. Uh, in the summer, lads would be... In the winter, the ball would go into the river. No one would want to go in. In the summer, they'd be sweating. I'll get it, i you go in again, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but look, I, I can't see that happening. No. Um, so then, what's the, the the big ones then is... Evergreen loss? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm very disappointed for him. Yeah. Um, it was a tough week. The the head-to-head going out in yeah. that competition. Going out to Michaels. Going out to Michaels and then going out to Wexford Bowes. Um, but that happens, you know. You go out of an FAI, um, it's, it's hard to recover. It's hard to cover that week. Like they, they've played poor. some mad amount of games and some, yeah. you know. Now they have a lot of uh, catching up to do in yeah. the Premier Division. They've it's only played five. Dean Celtic have played 11. There's only four points separating them. Dean yeah. Celtic lost to Bridge United uh, on the 11th. Yeah. That was their last game played. But there's some big games now coming up. And uh, This week is McCallum Cup, isn't it? Tell me this. Why, why are the Shield why are the Shield fixtures changed from neutral venues now back to home? The Shield fixtures? Yeah. Pat uh, Marshall. Well, whenever the next Shield game is, it's semi-final stages, isn't it? Yeah. The last couple of years, there were neutral venues, which I thought was great because it gives players a little sense of occasion. You know, um, you're not you're going into a different dressing room, you're going out onto a different pitch, you know, um, you're a little bit, it feels a little bit special. And now they're going back to home and away, and I, t- I just think it was working. It was really working the last couple of years. Any thoughts on why they changed it back to... Uh, so those games are going ahead on the 2nd and 3rd th- uh, of March. Right. So you'll have Evergreen against Dean Celtic. You have Ormond Villa against uh, Freebooters. So Freebooters are over in Garen Green. And, and uh, Evergreen are on the Kells Road. Against? Dean Celtic. But Dean that's Celtic. on a Saturday night. One but, of the only facilities but, that can... But could imagine Freebooters and Ormond Villa are out in Evergreen. And Evergreen and Dean Celtic are in the jail road on Saturday night. Yeah. Both of them on Saturday night. Or, or they're out in... Thomastown. Yeah. One out in Thomastown and one out in Comer. Switch it. Which was happening the last few years. And I just thought, even talking to the players when it was happening, give it just a little bit different, a little bit of a buzz. It does, but like, did, you know, did, do you not have to pay to rent those pitches? I, I don't know. On them. On them. Oh, with Dirtiness? I don't know. Dirtiness, yeah. I just wonder why they changed it. Um, does Dirtiness get used that much? Uh, I, I think it, it, were John's it, using it this year. I don't know, but uh, I know when Fran Egan was there, he kept it a, in really good condition. Um, does tend to hold a bit of water at times. It is used a lot, they, for, but they've worked on that since. Yeah, there is, it is used a lot for the county teams. I know that when when weather permitting, it's it's a lot of the county teams are out there, and I know Carol Kilkenny were using it for a while. I, I think they're gone to Kalesian now, right? And now they've moved into the watershed. Um, yeah, I see him putting in dugouts up there in the watershed. So. Um, I don't know about the renting of the pitches. I just thought when they had done a they done a, a good thing, and it gave a sense of occasion to to a competition. Mm. Players are going away from home. You know they're meeting up. They're driving to a strange ground, strange dressing room, out playing a pitch, and it's same for the other team to get to go to Derrymus. You know, it gave a little bit of gravitas to it, and, and I just wonder why it was changed. You know, I. I um, you, there was no emails or anything about no, that. No, I don't. I, 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 did, I didn't get any notification. No yeah. one said anything to me. Uh, it's, um, back to Evergreen versus uh, Wexford. But Evergreen still have a lot to play for. Yeah, but uh, I'll, I'll tell you domestically. Why I, I tell you why I was disappointed in Evergreen. I was disappointed against Michaels. Well, I wasn't really. I, I fancy Michaels. I said that in the podcast. Yeah. I did, Michaels are a, a, a serious unit. What, what bothered me about um, last Sunday was the same guy scored the four goals. 
Right. And Evergreen are a, are a talented team. So if you if you have a player that's causing you trouble for the first half and he's got two goals maybe, and you're going, right, lads, we have to close him down. So he obviously didn't. Now, listen, he could be the next Ronaldo. I don't know. Um, the the rumours from Wexford is he's a, he's a very good player. Um, but to get four goals and I would imagine the reaction was poor. I'd say there, I'd say there was a hangover from the week before. I mean, for a lad to go and get four goals against them, and I think they were winning two one at one stage. Yeah. And this guy to score four goals against a seasoned defence, you know, I thought. But I, w- I would imagine it's a hangover from the week before against Michaels. Yeah, I, you know, if you lose something like that and you go into training the following week, they could they could have probably done with that Leinster Junior game this week yeah. and maybe had a league game in between to reset. Because when you go into training after a loss like that to Michaels, big crowd out there, you're at home. And you go to train Tuesday night, nobody's up. Nobody's, nobody, they're just going through the motions. There might be a little bit of resentment of who was picked, who wasn't picked. Am I going to be, am I playing at the weekend? You don't know. Go to Thursday night or Friday night, whatever. Still the same lagging it. You're trying to get them up for Sunday morning. You go down and then things go against you. And it's it's, it's very easy for things to crumble. I would imagine that's what happened. Just... Massive hangover. I feel bad for Tullerone because that's who they have next in the McCallman Cup. Cup yeah. uh, the KCLR McCallman Cup kicked off last week. Um, so a few games went ahead. Not yeah. all of them. Right. Uh, some games are for this weekend, but I think, <laughs> and I could be open to correction, but I think there was two walkovers. In the McCallman Cup. In the McCallman Cup. Evergreen 46 uh, got a walkover, I know, against Highview Athletic B. Now, considering what happened with Evergreen 46 can, can last year. Can I ask, do you know, were the walkovers given the day before or was it on the morning? I don't know. They, these mat- Some of these matches were down for Sunday right? and they went up on the website Saturday night as results. And I was like, oh, wait, oh, right, I, okay. I was like, maybe I got it wrong. Okay. But no, they, it was not a fight. It was, a, it was a walkover. It was a 3-0. Like, uh, I know teams are struggling and stuff. Don't enter it. Don't enter it. Don't enter McCann Cup if you're going to give walkovers. Should it be... Um, it seems like it was just B teams that gave walkovers. Mm. So should it be? Is it like the Pat Mara Shield where it's just a one club competition? Yeah, I think so. Well, no, no, that's a bit unfair because you go to the bigger clubs; they're not going to use many B team players, so they don't get the chance to play. That that would be a bit unfair. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I, I think I think consciously at the start of the season. Right, you have your Leinster Junior, your FAIs and your Leinster Shield or your Leinster Plate or whatever. You pick which one you're going into, which, which category you fit into first and which you want to go into, right? You're going into them or you're not going into them. Then obviously you're going to, you're going to challenge for your league. But the biggest day out then in, in, in Kilkenny football, the biggest the blue ribbon event, if you want to call it, uh, is the McCallum Cup. It's a great day out. So if you think that you're going to struggle at certain times of the year, and you know, no, not you think, you know you're going to struggle, don't enter it. Don't, because, you know... Um, you're given a walkover, and I, I would imagine it's the same as the league. There's a fine comes with that. I imagine so. I yeah. would imagine so. Then you're you're accruing financial burden as well that you don't need to do, you know. Or else then just there's, there's the other thing you can do is just go, lads. Who have we got? We have these fourteen. Come on, let's give it a go. Mm. Just go out. But why if you don't have fourteen? I don't know. I've never been in that situation, and I'm not trying to be smart. Yeah, never it's been in that it's 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 mind-boggling. Yeah, you know. I mean. Um, the, the hardest teams to play against are teams that are playing who, who think, right, we're not going to win here so we're just going to play anyway. They're the bloody hardest team to play against. Because they have nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. They just go and play and they do, you know, they're trying things that they never try. It's bloody heartbreaking because you're trying to do your best and be as professional as you can and next thing you have a centre half 
Maisie Dribble and hitting across from 30 years ago. Where did he <laughs> come from, you know? So there's ways to look at it. Now, I would say try and cut your cloth, you know. If you know you're going to struggle, don't accrue a financial fine and give a walkover because... You but know, you see... I I'd assume that they send an email out going, do you want to participate in the McCallum yeah. Cup before the draw? Um, but sometimes they, I I don't know if clubs are aware and then the draw happens and they're like, oh, we don't have anybody, we don't want to be in it. You know, I, I don't know. So um, on, on that, maybe someday somebody from the the powers that be will come in and have a little chat and explain. Should, should there be, uh, I know this might sound stupid, but I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. Should there be an entrance fee for the McCallum Cup and then the kitty goes to the winner well I know years to bu- ago to buy balls you know <laughs> <laughs> you should go to government yeah um, well I know years ago um, or the kitty goes to the KDL and then yeah. it, it's it's redistributed they, redistributed in some way or given to one club that instead that of, needs it yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah well look at it, it at the stage it could be that maybe a club is struggling to pay its um, its affiliation fees maybe it'll be able to carry on there but what years ago when you used to win the Premier League um, your fees for next year were not avoid it was paid for you and it was a great incentive for say the likes of yourselves and clubs like listen lads you win this it's saving us three grand next year or whatever so mm. that was a great thing so I don't know an entrance fee into a Maybe I don't know. I don't know, but but, but then again, um, I don't think so. Um, because an entrance fee and it pays all the refs, I, so I, you don't have to give it to your. I, I would be I would be more for that if you and the same with the Oscar trainer. If you're selected and you can't give a good reason why you haven't participated, uh, mm. you get a, you get a punishment. Well, some teams that have uh, participated and went through, Freebooters are into the next draw after a 5-0 win over Spag United. Evergreen B, 4-1 over East End. Thomastown, it looked to be the game of the weekend. Yeah. one all with New Park. I know New Park were... Oh, they, they were so close. Mm. You know, but then again, as you call it, the Burnabog, that's not an easy fit. It's not, no. Anyone. Like, that's a second division side. A second division 2A... Inter-county, minor, provincial, Ryan B, <laughs> semi-final league. I yeah. don't know. Uh, but Thomastown, Premier, uh, 5-4 after penalties. Uh, Dean Celtic B, a 4-0 win over Castle Warren. Celtic B, Lines A, a 1-0 win over Highview Athletic A. Yeah. Uh, River Rangers, win. River Rangers 3-0 against Bridge United. Evergreen 46, 3-0 against Highview Athletic. There were the two games that I was... I was unsure about actually yeah. went ahead but Evergreen 46 Bridge United Lions Dean Celtic Thomastown Evergreen B and Freebooters on to the next round then looking at the fixtures then you have Evergreen C against Johns hopefully Johns I know they're having their troubles this year will be able to participate you'll have Dean Celtic A against Thomastown United B you'll have Callan United against River Rangers A out in the Fairgreen in Callan you'll have Clover United against Armand Villa Evergreen A against Tullerone as we previously said out on the Kells Road and then Freshford Town versus Castle Warren Celtic this Sunday at 11 out in Freshford How are you feeling about that? They're a tough team we bet them twice this year but uh, we one of their best goal scorers now plays with us uh, we got him last year Aaron Fogarty's banging in the goals for us so it's always a tough game it's always very heated and, ha- and how how is he received when he goes back out there? Ah, oh, they give him a standing ovation yeah, for all yeah, he does at the club you know <laughs> yeah. they, they give him a, a guard of honour when he comes out yeah, uh, I was um, I was talking to um, River Rangers guys last night and um, I think it was like we were talking about Clonard yeah and I says and how's it going and they're putting in a new grass pitch Lovely. I, I thought they were. They had a second pitch. Yeah. I thought they were doing um, Astro. 
in the centre point and I was delighted when I heard it. Mm. I hate AstroTurf. Yeah. They're, I really do. Um, allows a lot of games to be played and it, it changes the game. It's different to a grass pitch. but Less slight tackling. Yeah, but if you have any sort of a niggle, it, it really, really um, highlights it. So I was delighted to hear that. And uh, they were delighted with the little... Um, Shout out about their club and former members. Um, so that was great. That, but they had a lot of people there, a lot of a lot of players playing. There, a lot of young guys playing. Um, I saw Thomastown Youths the other night against Freebooters Youths or Under 18s whatever it's called now. Um, I thought it was a poor game. Thomastown won five nil. A big, strong, physical. Uh, uh, Rory and Danny Monks' younger brother was probably the pick for Thomastown. I thought he was a really good footballer, centre forward, lightning fast, big defence, really vocal goalkeeper. Uh, Freebooters had a couple of chances to score goals, didn't take them, but still a bit of talent in the squad. So just um, looking at River Rangers then last night, just lots of young, lots of young guys starting to come through. So yeah. I mean, if we can keep all these young guys coming through, they're eighteen now. But that's a, that, that, team. that's the big thing about having a place to call your own. Yeah, like when we had a Castle Warren team. Uh, out in Castle Warren we had an A team a B team we were starting a women's team we had two underage teams and yeah. an over 35s team wow that, and now now because we got Buckley we had two teams but Buckley's proven impossible to keep, have the upkeep so like next season are we only going to have one now because we won't have a place to call our own and that's and that is our like you know we just don't have have the facilities to do it yeah. as, as much on us it, it is on us yeah, to try and get how, them how long is Castle Warren in existence 10 years this is our 10 year and Armour Villa in existence how long oh, I don't know a lot longer than that they're, they're, John's are 13 years right you look at what Freebird's never going to have now yeah um, that's decades in the making yeah 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 you know so uh, the thing about it is uh, these things don't come like a miracle yeah. it, it's hard work Um uh, the fair green just getting the dress rooms that are there now years ago uh, opened by the Minister for Sport we thought we were freaking Real Madrid pitch was bad then they railed in the pitch fantastic to stop one time was watching a game and camels from the circus invaded the pitch um, <laughs> it, it was amazing you look at these two big drama there he's running out into the pitch and everyone Class. Goes, what you get know? a jersey on him he's starting <laughs> centre right he's a centre so then you know the pitch got upgraded and then the boys now have done great work. Same out in Irving, Thomastown, uh, Highview, now out in Clonard. It, it's not It's not. Now there's going to be, yeah, and because of these things and they're training, you're charging less for training and stuff, it's, yeah. a, it's going to start being a self-sustaining model exactly. and then eventually profitable. But the thing and you can rent it, is, it out to other teams. The, 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 the thing you have to do is is the community, the, the Castle Warren community, all that, and, and it has to be beneficial to that community. You know well, what That's I mean? what we had. We had the community grounds and then it was gone. It was taken. Well, how do you mean gone? Like, uh, you mean? I don't know... What happened? That pitch exactly. where you went on the left, you had the little dress rooms inside. The, the yeah, we had porta cabins there. Yeah, we had yeah, we had the little ground. Yeah. yeah, John Delaney was out there promising us the world. Did he, um, did he give it to you? Huh? Did he deliver? No. Uh, we're still waiting anyway. <laughs> put it that way. But uh, yeah, I, I I don't know what happened uh, out there. So it was before I was on the committee. Uh, um, and what's your what's your tenure in? Buckley, is that just for the season? Just, I think just for the season. There's talks about next season, but we really have to upgrade that. And then we've been in the watershed for four years. So so. Every game is money. Yeah. You know, money that you could be putting into your own ground. And losing so, balls. Yeah, so how, how how do you fix that like? So say you're you you, you leave you leave um Buckley this, this summer mm. and now you have Carlo Kilkenny in the watershed, so the watershed's probably gone in you now. Yeah. Um what do you do? Become freebooters C. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, you can't do that. I, I know, I know. Things. You can't do that. No, no I'm only saying but, that. I'm only saying that because someone had mentioned that to us before being really? part. Yeah, and now I, maybe it was said in jest because we took a lot when the Freebooters B team folded. A lot of their players came to us. Yeah. So they're like, "Oh, would you be?" Interested in integrating into Freebirds? No, we're our own thing. Like no, you need to stay your own thing. Yeah, one hundred percent. So what you're looking for then is you're looking for a county council out that area to come and give you a hand, and they probably will. But I don't think you get them on the KDL boards. I could be wrong. But you need someone. Maybe a, a local farmer has has a plot of land. Down. Oh yeah, yeah. Is Do you remember good? Clifton had the pitch uh, out there properly yeah. on the left? Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, uh, on 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 the uh, Carroll Road, Dublin Road, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've been in a picture there for years. Yeah, yeah. Um, See, that's what was going to happen. That's how Castle Warren came into existence, yeah. right? I I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was Arm Villa, but or they went on and became an Arm Villa team. There was a team looking for a pitch, yeah. and they came out and they played out in what would be the Castle Warren community pitch, and they were looking for lads from the area, and I know lads from the area, and they were like, "Will you play?" With us, as we're we're going to take on this team that wants to come out and be the new Castle yeah, Warren yeah, Celtic or the yeah. very new club, we ended up beating that team. Right. So they just turned around to us and goes, "Do you want to be Castle Warren Celtic?" We're like, "Yeah, okay, <laughs> we'll start a club." And then that's how it happened. Wow. Yeah. And and um, like as regards the structure of it, you have a committee, obviously. Yeah. Um, a couple of people. Uh, um, Good few, yeah. Yeah, because you need it. Like, you know, a committee you need minimum half a dozen, but more if you mm. can. Um, and then you know, there's fundraising. There's kit washing, mm. nets, fo- footballs, everything, even bibs, cones, all cost money. Yep. So then you're, you you have to fundraise. So you're, you're really looking for, for somebody, a bit of a benefactor. Look, lads, I'll give you this, this field for 10 years. Yeah. You know. Because once you have the lease, you can start applying for grants. Yeah, and the thing about it is, um, which I always found is, sometimes you're there a little while, people forget to appreciate what they have. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, if, if you're giving a farmer, farmer's giving you somewhere to play any farmers out there uh, do you have road frontage yeah, look after look after what you're getting you know yeah. um, maybe somebody might might listen to this and go do you know what I'm going to help these guys out somebody else might listen I'm going to help John's or Armour Villa or, yeah. you know and, and that's that's where we're at at the moment you know um, because I don't think there's funds going to come on board for all the teams in the one go yeah. you know so the the county council are helping you yeah Um no, if you can get I don't know one. if they are. No, but that's why we, it kind of if goes back to one. having a TD on the KDL board. Uh, I, yeah, but then if you have one looking after you, let him look after you. You put TD on the KDL board, he's encompassing everyone then. That's what you want, though. Yeah, that's, yeah. What I, that's what well, I'm about. For Castle Warren now at the moment, is that what you want? Or do you want someone to help you? I just want a better league. Oh, I don't, okay. I, I, I'm not, I, obviously I love Castle Warren. Would you, would you like to better the league and Castle Warren go out of existence? I, I, I don't think the two things are correlated, though. Why? How would Castle Warren go out of the league? By oh, so you, you, get, you get a TD in and, and just say a TD or councillor in. I'll only come in if you get rid of Castle yeah. Warren. No, no, but I mean, you get him on board and he's going to help you then to come in and there, there's a better thing and he's... Oh, actually, work, work. actually, it'll work if the two clubs amalgamated yeah. and we this could get grounds, team, yeah, get grounds you know I mean? for you. Uh, no, I, I, in my own opinion, I think it's a worse off league without teams like Castle Warren. No, no, absolutely. Like... Do, teams like not just us, but teams like us. Do you like just us. stay as a junior team and, and not have schoolboys, or do you just become a schoolboys team and not have a junior mm. to make it more um, cost-effective or productive? You know. Yeah. Well, like, well, that's we're surviving now on the likes of the lads that have been there from the start, mm. lads that are liking coming out with the kind of spirit that we have, a bunch of madheads, yeah. and like loving playing and loving just going out and playing our football and. You know, like doing it for the team, and we're also surviving on lads that are getting 
probably pissed off at other clubs yeah. and they're like alright I'll come to Castle Warren and they enjoy it I've had lads saying to me going like I've, I haven't experienced a club I've played with this club or that club and it was like there's not there's no crack there not the same feeling yeah, yeah we're, we're like you know Jerry went in goal he's the manager he went in goal there for a game last year <laughs> you know I came out and made a cameo against Thomastown in uh, a, a game yeah, and I'm, I'm signed up you know what I mean yeah good but I came out and made a, I got to play with my brother Jamie I was delighted yeah, yeah. ended up winning the header in defence went on and scored no big deal but, <laughs> changed the game did you? Ah, changed the game well, that's what some were saying Debbie <laughs> I'd never say that but that's what but like you know it's, I, I'll jump in with training with the lads if there's good. short numbers and stuff and you know lads seem to enjoy it so, so if right if you could have a small thing to make it better this week, just a small thing to make it better this week, what would it be? Small thing. Now, we're not talking about someone coming in to give you a... A win against Freshford this weekend. <laughs> no, you're training. Like, do you need lights? Do you need somewhere to train with lights? No, I think we're we're fairly sorted with facilities in, in terms of... Uh, training. In, in terms of training. Is every training session costing you money? Yeah. yeah. No, is it costing us money? Yeah. No, no. no. The, lads, the, lads are, the lads are always okay. on the ball. But, like, I feel bad about going... Right, lads, it's this cost for training. Then it's this cost for a referee. I know you have your upkeep on your boots that you need because uh, I used to rip through boots. Yeah, it's like, all oh, right, we need we need to get new shorts and socks for the lads, the new lads that have just come in. Yeah, yeah it's going to cost this, lads. All right, look to subset that cost. Let's to get a last last man standing going. You have to go and get if you sell ten or fifteen, you'll get a free pair of shorts and socks, and that's incurring a cost, and then it's becoming and, a bit and more like- and more. What about physio bills? Do players look after their own physio? Uh, well, we have we have insurance, but no, we wouldn't. No, so what your insurance? Now this is the thing. We we paid a pretty good premium on the good. insurance. Like I was looked after when I did me face in. Did me face in surgery and uh, actually I'll, I'll leave it on this because there's another person coming in. When I busted out my head down in Garen Green, mm-hmm. right? Um, again with Mick Barco, my own teammate, we clashed heads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> None of us called for the ball. Very important to call for the ball. Um, yes. They went. Uh, yeah. uh, we can cover up the scar. I said, right. And they go, we'll just have to take some skin off your arse and we'll put it on your face. And I was like, my nickname would become Shithead if that happened. So I was like, no, I'll live with the scar. So how, how would you correlate that to a plastic surgeon? Hey, listen, uh, you just covered me scar, but I'm going wrestling now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The, 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 scar, the scar works for the wrestling. Uh, one more big game. scars, is that it? Huh? Chicks dig scars. That's it, yeah. <laughs> big game uh, now in the Junior Division 2 Emerald Tiles League. <laughs> the 2A Intercounty Ryan A semi-final B Provincial Club Championship Division <laughs> uh, New Park against Freebooters B at 11 o'clock on Sunday. Um, that's going to be a big one to see where that title goes. It's in Brewers' hands, obviously. Where, is that Burnabog. in the bog? Burnabog, baby. It's in the Burnabog. And a few games in the Women's St. Candice's Credit Union League. Vale Wonders against Evergreen. Thomastown against Mill Celtic. Lines against New Park. In the LFA O'Neill's Junior Plate, you have Highview Athletic B against Park Celtic under 21 out in Harristown, 2 o'clock on Sunday. You have East End United against Castle Knock Celtic under 21 in Bennis Bridge, 2 o'clock also on Sunday. And in the aforementioned KCLR McCallum Cups. Get out, support your local team. If you have anything that you want to... We'll, we'll talk about your women's team next year. Have you still got that? Is that still going? No, no, no. That, that was at its inception. We had nine players and they were all up training and then we're sure we lost the pitch. So Wow. Yeah. 
Because it is a big bonus to a club having a lady, and women, ladies' football is really taken off. Yeah, and you like know. we've just seen Thomastown United, one of their former players who went to uh, CK United signing yeah. with Wexford there recently, or Jenny Byrne Bowden. So, congratulations oh, I know her, yeah. To her, yeah. Jenny, yeah. Um, big congratulations there. But if you have any issues that you'd like to discuss on this week's podcast, let us know at sports at kclr96fm.com. Stop us in the streets yeah. or send me a message. We'd love to cover it, obviously. You didn't hear any names of people that we mentioned. I didn't say this lad told me, bar me no. father. I said no, yeah. my father said this. But uh, anybody else, you know, it's uh, anonymous, so don't worry about yeah. um And if you're picked for the Oscar trainer, turn up. <laughs> there you have it. Thanks very much for listening to the Kilkenny Soccer Podcast. You can get this podcast every Thursday in your ears on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere you do your podcast listen. We play a clip every Sunday as well on KCLR Scoreline with the Juicy Boys, Shade and Robbie. That's what we call ourselves. <laughs> the Juicy Boys. The Juicy Boys, with a Z. So get that every <laughs> Sunday as well. Thanks very much for listening. Best of luck. The Kilkenny Soccer Podcast.